Well, she was known as the Queen of Disco. We are taking you down memory lane here with Donna Summer and it's Bad Girls. Uh, ben, who's producing the show, and Patrick on Technical are saying it. Remember, it's Bad Girls, not Bad Boys. Just remember that. It's Good Boys. Well, I think it's just Good Boys being bad. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got a good boy, and uh, I hope he doesn't mind me saying it. It's Henry Cock, a Johannesburg businessman, as he's known. He's doing an incredible thing. He is running towards the light. Now, when I say running towards the light, he's putting a light on mental health and, um, you know, running for mental health and raising funds. So it's a big welcome to Henry. Welcome to the show, Henry. Sportrex is so excited to be talking to you. Thanks, Vi. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, this is incredible. Tell us about this running. You've, what, how many locations? What do you plan to do? This sounds like an exciting thing. So, um, uh, it's 133 days in total, 133 days of 21.1 Ks. Um, and I'm a third of the way through it at the moment. I'm on day 45, and I'm in the Eastern Cape. And even, like, just now I'm in Sinsa, and I'm overlooking the bay, and it's just been the most incredible adventure so far. I've heard about that place. It's somewhere in East London. Yeah, it's just north of East London uh, or, or east of East London. Um, but it's just like the most incredible place. And we traveled, we just traveled through the Trans Sky and we went through Gunu uh, and like all of those places, um, like Nelson Mandela's birthplace. And like we've just seen the whole countryside and it's been an incredible, incredible 45 days. I am literally having a picture in my mind's eye. Because not only are you an advocate for mental health, but this is like an advocate for tourism. Take us through the start of your day one to where you are and the highlights for you so far. So you're 100% right. Like I have been trying to advocate like for SA tourism. I think a lot of SA tourism has been hammered um, since COVID and the lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I really don't think SA as a country gets like the credit it's due. I think, uh, you know, South Africans especially are quite hard on South Africa, but we have the most beautiful country, without doubt, the most <laughs> beautiful country. I love this country. Um, but from day one, we started at Cozy Bay, and we've just been running down and stopping in all the little towns and hamlets mm. and just running with locals there and p- picking people up along the way. Um, for the Guinness World Book of Records, I have to have a witness for each run. Okay. So I've just had people like coming in and out, and it's just been... Yeah, you know, it's just been an adventure and people are, are like just discovering things about South Africa. I mean, I've been to places, I've lived here for 35 years and they say, I'm still finding out things about this country that I've never known. What have you found out so far? Top three. Uh, Cozy Bay, incredible place for, for birds and wildlife and everything. I mean, people mostly think Cozy Bay is the border of Mozambique. It's, it's you know, they think it's just a town. It's, it's an incredibly diverse place. Uh, the Oraby Gorge, just north of South Brume, was incredible. It's got the world's highest gorge swing, which I did manically, and all my friends were there, and and we jumped it, and that was incredible. And then the Trans Sky. I mean, the Trans Sky for me has always been one of my favorite places. It's it's so um, it's just so peaceful, mm. and they're just such good people there. Uh, and we sort of run through like a whole bunch of of, of villages and towns. And you just have people coming out and running with you and celebrating with you. And I, I really just, from Port St. John's down, like that whole Eastern Cape route, it's just the most incredible people and the most incredible sights and scenery. It's, it's been fantastic. Oh, Henry, it sounds like whatever lows you've had, I will just be overcome with these exceptional highs. Yeah, so I, I, 100%. I'm, I undertook this journey because I was struggling 
with uh, like a lot of bad stuff that happened in lockdown. And I'm, I've just, you know, the, it's one of the big things to me has just been about happiness and finding happiness and working on that happiness. And every day that we got, I just try and find something about this country to be happy of because it's so easy to read the news or listen to the news and get like despondent and think that the whole world's falling apart and da da da. You know, and every day I just go out and I'm like, cool, this is a, a day to find something something happy. And we meet incredible people and we hear incredible stories and you see people overcoming incredible things. So we've had a lot of people coming around with us who've struggled with their own mental health or had people close to them struggle. And for them, it's a big thing, you know, just to step out and have a run with us. And they, mm. they come up to us afterwards and they're like, thank you for sharing this journey with us. Mm. And I think many of us are dealing with various kinds of mental health issues or we have family members who are dealing with mental health issues. I mean, how were you diagnosed? Because, you know, I'm curious to know, how did you know that this is what was happening to you? Because a lot of men don't, you know, usually come out and speak about mental health issues. No, so you're, you're 100% right. So I, I fought against my mom's better advice for a good portion of six months. And obviously, you know that your mom's right 95% <laughs> of the time. So eventually I went because I, I'd gone through a lot and my mom was quite worried about me. And... I started seeing a psychologist and, and and when we just started talking about about how people just need to accept it and like if people go to the gym, they look after their bodies, they'll take supplements, they'll take this, but when it comes to your mind, people just think the mind must just work magically on its own and be strong on its own. So as I started talking through that, it just started making more sense to me that yes, we need to look after our mind. Yes, if things are wrong with our mind, we need to accept help. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go to a personal trainer if you want to get better at sports or whatever, you know, you go to people. But when it comes to mental health, people often clam up and they go inside of themselves and they just try and deal with it alone. And it's actually not the way to do it at all. So you've partnered with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, SADAC. How, how did that come yeah. about? Um, when I, funny enough, when I started my campaign with Backer Buddy, because in the previous lockdown, I ran the comrades in my passage for my staff and Backer Buddy were with me. And they sent me a, a link to somebody who had run whose father had committed suicide and they were raising money in a project called Rise. And they were raising money for SADAG uh, to help with the suicide and anxiety hotline. Mm. And we just when I started doing research about them, I, I'd, I'd never heard of SADAG. Maybe I'd heard of SADAG in a passing you know, conversation or something. And when I started doing research, I just realized this important role that they fill in society. Hmm. And I mean, yeah. we know mental health and the benefits of running. So you've, in a way, found quite a good combination of things. Yeah, there, there have been numerous things that I've done as yeah, Like I quit drinking. Obviously, that was just to help my running. But I found that without that, I've just felt a lot better. I've slept a lot better. I mean, sleeping is a big part of mental health. A lot of people who struggle with mental health don't mm. sleep very well. Exercise. Um, Talking about it to people, I, I obviously saw a psychologist for a while. I know that's like an expensive thing, but that's what SADAG are there for. Mm. SADAG are there for, to provide, and it's toll-free, and it's a free service that they provide. Um, but just all these little things, you know, I, I don't think people work on think on their happiness enough. Mm. So it's just these little things and working on them every day and just reinforcing them uh, that have just helped me like progress. So you're running to raise funds for mental health awareness, and a lot of us you know, are finding the lockdown mentally tough how are you how are you finding it and how are your legs finding it doing all this running no my, my <laughs> legs my legs are sore i spend a lot of time with my feet up <laughs> and um 
I think the the, the most the, the most tiring part is because a lot of people are flying in or, or joining me on runs and they want to go and do awesome stuff and they want to run this fast and I'm like, guys, I'm on day 44 and my back is giving in and my knees are giving in. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, it's for a bigger cause than me. Uh, I've got plenty of people who have offered support. I mean, just everywhere along the way I've, I've run into, like physios who have given up their time or sports people who have given up their time just to help me because they really believe in the cause. And, mm. and that's what's been so fantastic, is people who can't give money or, or can't donate have given their time or their services just because they believe in the cause. Yo, but you are moving very quickly. You're on day 45. Uh, that's out of 100 days still to go. Um, how are you feeling? How, has the money been following you as you're progressing? It, it goes, it, it comes in, in waves. I think um, obviously when you hit the bigger metros and there's a bit more publicity behind it, you get you get a bit more of the money in. Like it's sort of slowed down now as I went through the trans sky and all of that because mm. it's quite difficult to get the message out there. Um, but we're on 630,000 rand. Mm. My original goal was 4 million rand. I'd love to use 4 million rand. Um, if I'm realistic, if I can get these guys a million rand that covers something like their phone line for seven months, if you just think about how many people's lives that saves, because it's a toll-free phone line that they pay for um, on their end, if you just think of how many lives that saves, you know, that's, that to me is like a, a great driver for me. Sure. What a difference you're making already. And for those who are listening and would like to, you know, offer some sort of monetary, you know, contribution, where do they do this? Uh, they can go to uh, our website, www.runhenryrun.co.za and there's a donate button there. And they can follow the journey uh, on my Instagram or Facebook. Every day I post little updates about like the towns that we're running through, and I give little anecdotes about the day or the towns or, and the people, um, and I do updates of the, of the money that's going to Saturday. Sure. And come day 100, what then for you? So come day 100... <laughs> that's that's the world record or 102 is the world record and then I've got another 31 days up the coast to Namibia and then when I hit the end at Namibia then I'm probably going to not run for the next three days <laughs> and I have no, <laughs> I have no clue what I'm going to do after that I'm probably going to get those like those post-holiday blues that you sometimes get after a, a lack of holiday um, but I'm going back to Joburg and I'm hoping that things with the lockdown will have have sort of eased up and like things will be semi back to normal. Um, and because I, I love Joburg, but Joburg has been very tough, mm. you know, in this lockdown mm. for people. Well, it sounds like you are on an incredible adventure while at the same time there's a good cause of raising money for mental health awareness and also putting a spotlight because there are not a, not a lot of men, in fact, some women as well who struggle to, to accept. Like you said, it was your mom that uh, was uh, the one behind you, needling you to go out there and do something. So, Henry, I, I applaud you. And this, this is just so awesome. I want you to enjoy and keep running. I hope you don't ever stop. I mean, I know it, you have to stop. But, I mean, just keep running and doing what you do. <laughs> I think my business partner might kill me if I <laughs> don't stop because... He's looking after the fort for four months, and I think he's going to be hurtful of me if I carry on. Well, but yes, I, thank you so much. Here's a shameless pun for you for your business. Go for it. Promote it. Uh, no, I mean, so we just we just ran a, a group of restaurants called 86 Public. We, they're all based in Joburg. And, um, you know, it's just the restaurant industry obviously got hit, like, really hard. And it's yeah. still struggling. I know tons of restaurateurs 
and restaurants that have closed down. And it's really sad to see these guys. And it's sad to see the staff. I mean, the staff are the guys that are affected the worst, you know. So 86 public, is that in Randburg? Yeah. All right. There is one in Randburg, yeah. Okay. We'll look forward to having a celebration or two when you've reached your uh, milestone. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that is... Well, Henry Cock, this man who runs a well a restaurant, he's now wanting to break the world record for mental awareness. I like that, aware. And he wants to raise 4 million rand. Help him out. You can contact Henry and, uh, you know, on Facebook as well. He's got all his social uh, media pages on point. So please put your money where your mouth is. Do what you can. And, I mean, follow him. He's really going through some incredible places as well. Not only just raising awareness for mental health, but uh, for South Africa's tourism, flying that flag high.